Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. August 10th, 2020. Iconoclasm. A warship that sunk. The diesel engine. Candid camera. And Madonna's song, Like a Virgin. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today, is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it, and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Good day. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Monday, August 10th. Yeah, it is. I want to wish everybody a huge happy Father's Day for everyone in Samoa. In Samoa. There we go. Also... If your name is Emily, uh-huh. and you live in Dallas, yeah. and you teach, yep. and you're an artist, uh-huh. might be your birthday. You it, don't have to be from Samoa. might be your birthday. If it is, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. That's right. You might have also thrown in a, I could have, I guess you being me, might have thrown in the additional qualifier that if you've ever been on the show before, mm-hmm. um, if you're related to Meg, yep. even if you call her Megan. <laughs> you just really are super resistant to ever, ever, ever calling your sister Meg. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Well, taking a few steps backwards. Yeah, a few. Uh, 1566. Bildenstorm in Dutch or Bilderstrom in German. Oh my gosh, your German is getting excellent. I'm pretty much moving beyond all the curse words now and really starting yes. to embrace that third of my heritage. I am astonished. Please keep going. Well, this is in fact Protestant iconoclasm uh, breaking out in the European Low Countries. Catholic art, many forms of church fittings and decoration were destroyed by Protestant crowds, and it's actually a relatively long movement and not restricted solely to Protestants. It's it's pretty much when Christianity fractured, those that ceased to call themselves Catholic had some, they like wanted to burn the place down on the way out the door. 
Yes. It was pretty aggro. And in some cases, they literally did. Some cases, they literally did. Um, and I, and I, you know, this isn't an, an awesome in quotes. Like, yeah, this is awesome. It's awesome. Just how stupid mob mentality gets with things. Um, I it took me a very long time. I was probably in my forties before I learned what iconoclasm is. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because okay, I thought it was an enthusiasm for icons, and I think it's because there's that SM at the end. Yeah. And so when I found out it's literally the opposite of that, I was so confused and it took me so long to wrap my mind around it. Thankfully, you can still learn new things in your 40s. And now I understand. Now, you know, now we're going to go tear the church apart. No, we have some lovely statues in our church. We do. We do. And I hate to see them torn down. Gorgeous stained glass, Mm -hmm. um, all kinds of. Well, there's one outside of each of the confessionals. Yes. St. Therese of Lisieux is one of them. There's... Yes, go ahead. Well, then I then there's another saint on the other side outside of our main pastor's confessional, and I cannot remember that saint's name, and now I feel terribly. That's okay. Okay. There's also four in the front. There are. Who are they? Well, we have the Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. We have Saint Joseph. Uh huh. We have which Jesus? Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart of Jesus, and then we have Saint Francis of Assisi. Yes. That's right to left because I read. In an Asian, Asian language, Arabic, Arabic, whichever okay. it is that yes. goes right to left, back to front. Yes, and we go to St. Francis of Assisi, and so he yeah. is there looking over. So there's also a St. Francis of Assisi at the very back of the narthex. Did yes. You, did you yes. ever see that or notice that? I've noticed that. There's yeah. also another, what, two outside? A yes. Jesus and a Blessed, Blessed Mother. Mother. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we got them all around got the place. Got a lot of statues. Got a lot of statues. No uh, Bilderstrom no, for us. No, and for that matter, just to clarify, that I've noticed nobody worships the statues either. <laughs> Most people barely even notice them, if we're being honest. It, it depends. We've recently started uh, at the end. Yeah. What is it that we sing? Uh, Salve Regina. Uh, the Salve Regina. When we sing that, uh, it, it's everybody kind of turns yes. towards that image to have something to look upon as we sing. Knowing that, of course, Mary is not inhabited it's, it's, in the right. It is not, in fact, Mary. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Good stuff. There's your Daily Ghost of Catholic. Woohoo! Okay. Well, uh, 1628, Sweden's latest and greatest modern showpiece, a warship named the Vasa, was towed from her birth. On her maiden voyage. Birth to, with an E. Yes. I don't know sailing terms, but you do. Thankfully, you're the one writing the notes here. I know my port from my starboard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty familiar with the poop deck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, towed from her birth on her maiden voyage into the center of the harbor, where she promptly sank. The ship apparently was unstable, due in part to the constant changes in her design Requested by the king, isn't that just typical of a king to be like, you know what? What if we could just, no, 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 don't do that. Take that off. Put this on. Let's put all the doors facing down. (laughs) Idiot. Now, I found the name of this worship to be very remarkable because down the street from us is a mega gym, not a mega church, but we got plenty of those too. It's kind of a church. Uh You could go worship at the God of Fitness Mm -hmm. at the Masa Gym. It's part of a chain, I am almost positive. But that's such a funny thing to me, to name your, your workout gym chain after a... Terribly failed. Yeah, in fairness, probably both entities named their thing after 
a third party. Mm. I don't imagine they named it after the sunken ship. Well, we'll see about that. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> Let's go watch Vasa sink. As much road construction and pipe, like yeah. water pipe main problems they've been having on that corner, um, it may sink. It may very well. There used to be a Sonic on that corner. Yeah, it's gone. They raised it to the ground. They tore it down. They put up a sign promising that it was coming back, but it's been yeah. over a year. It's like not, maybe two years It's now. not coming back. <sighs> it's a shame. Okay. That's like taking a break in a relationship. It's, <laughs> it's over. Let's stop. <laughs> Let's stop. Stop lying to yes. each other. Um... 1893, not 19, 1893, an internal combustion engine, this is a long time ago now, internal combustion engine, uh, which was a single 10-foot iron cylinder with a flywheel at the base, it, it ran on its own power for the first time, powered by diesel. This happened in Augsburg, Germany, again, the Germans coming in, the inventor's name, Rudolf Diesel. I had no idea. I thought diesel was like some word that had something to do in the refinement process. I just yeah. made an assumption. It's actually a dude, and it makes sense. How very dare you. You're a terrible German. I can't believe you didn't know that. I appreciate that diesel, D-I-E-S-E-L, and you get the E from the I-E sound. This That's is true. the same as how our last name works because of the Germanic influence. So next time somebody calls me tights, I'm going to be, oh, do you drive a diesel car, you idiot? That's good. They'll definitely yeah, get it. That'll really zing them. Yep, that sure will. <laughs> Speaking of driving a diesel car, have you ever driven a diesel yourself? Any kind of diesel mm. engine situation? I've not owned one. Okay. I've driven them, and I remember when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. When I was a kid, yeah. my dad, uh, this was, my dad kind of went through kind of a miraculous, uh, Climb. He'd been hired at a place as a supervisor, and within a month of being there, they made him general manager of the whole joint. And so he had to uh, change up the old lifestyle habits, needed a, a nicer car to drive uh, foreign dignitaries to lunches or mm, maybe yeah. just business lunches and dinners. Uh -huh. They're in, not foreign. In um, a in not a, dignified. In barely more than rural Oklahoma. Oh, come on. Ponca City's a budding metro. <laughs> And he bought. This is in the this is in the eighties, so this is in the era of cars that are huge. Mm -hmm. What a four door had to have been like sixty feet long Bonneville yeah. Pontiac Bonneville. That would just feel that that just it elicits like a heavy yeah. feeling. It feels like it was oh, yeah. real tank like. And it, it was, and it was deep navy blue and the the solid blue interior, plush carpet. Like these heavy velour seats. My dad actually joked at one point that when he was buried, he wanted that interior to be <laughs> inside of his coffin. Uh, or whatever they call him now. Is it still a coffin or is there a fancy name? I, I don't know. I think coffins are still okay. right. Yeah. It's whatever. It's the worm box. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyway, that was a diesel. And when you really like got on the accelerator from a stop, yeah. it would billow out a black cloud of smoke <laughs> that could change the color of the pavement behind you. <laughs> and so great for the environment. I can't tell you. So there, there was down the road from where we lived and in, in an area we drove regularly, bleh, regularly, there's a little bank. And at the bank, there was a, a the president there, um, 
of the bank, she thought she was pretty important and I think had tried to big dog my dad about she something was, at some point. She was a lady president of a bank in mm -hmm. the 80s in Oklahoma. Oh, well, yeah. look, I mean, We're progressive as hell around here. I mean, not for nothing, but she was obviously very important. Well, she had a Mercedes convertible okay. that she drove. And I will never forget, because my dad's regular practice at a stoplight, if he was feeling squirrely, was to romp on it and blow smoke all over who's behind him. But here she is. And I mean, even in the 80s, you know, she's probably got a $100 hairdo and yes. dressed to the nines in this, this white Mercedes convertible, tan leather interior, all fancy makeup, dangly earrings, all the things, <laughs> all the things. And we're sitting at the stoplight and he's just starts cackling and laughing. And we're like, well, he's lost his mind. What's going on? The light turns green. He romps on the gas and is looking up in the rear view and just laughing. She's back there coughing and waving her hand. He smoked her out massively. <laughs> oh, man. So. Your dad was a jokester. Yay for diesel. Yay for diesel. Well, here comes Germany again, 1897. You really, you leaned real hard into the Look, Germanic history. When the Germans there, you, you don't fight, you don't fight it. Can't fight that German feeling. Yeah. All right. Well, German chemist Felix Hoffman synthesizes acetyl silic acid. Nope. Acetyl silic. Acetyl. Silic. Acetyl. Salicylic. Acetyl, acetyl salicylic, salicylic acid. Yeah. That one. Which would later be patented by his company, Bayer, under the name Aspirin. Much better name. Much, much, much better thank name. You. I got a headache. I need the acetyl salicylical cells anemia. Uh, speaking of anemia, fun fact, I can't take aspirin. Because you have anemia? Well, not exactly. I mean, sometimes I do have anemia, but because it makes me feel lightheaded and dizzy. And the dogs are snoring in response to that little yeah. fun fact. They're like, not fun, move along. 1948, 1948 on ABC, Candid Camera makes its TV debut. However, the original title was Candid Microphone. Crappy name. Yep. Glad they changed it. That does not roll off the tongue. It's not snappy. It has no pizzazz to it. Come no. on, ABC. Candid Microphone. That was named by an engineer. <laughs> yes, definitely. Candid Camera is, I mean, it's a... It's an American classic for sure. Yeah. The uh, original prank show, spoof yeah. show, uh, makes something makes somebody feel like an idiot show. Now... It's gone a lot of directions since then. It definitely has. Because we have the prankies. We also have the, oh, we just busted you for child pornography. Yeah. Like it went in a total humor direction and a total like... Yeah. A divergence of paths. Yes. Definitely. I feel like you being on Candid Camera or a prank show like that would be your absolute worst nightmare. I, don't, I mean, it's not like I get sweaty palms thinking about it or something. But you would not find it to be amusing. No, I don't. I'm, I'm, I don't like to be trifled with by strangers. Mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't know me to mess with me. Yeah. I could be crazy and I might be. <laughs> don't, don't push it. Maybe it was a rough day. Maybe it's the damn quarantine right now. Well, yes. And I don't have much left in me. That's for sure. All right, let's keep it moving. All right. 1957, Dr. W.E. Peterson feels confident that the invention of protective milk can cure a variety of human illnesses. Many 
but certainly including cancer, rheumatoid arthritis, rheumatic fever, and even the common cold. Yep. He had been conducting experiments by injecting bacteria into cow's udders to produce immunity in those who consume the milk. I don't like it. I did a few extra googs on this, mm -hmm. and based on the lack of results, I'm going to have to assume that protective milk never really caught on. <laughs> never took off. We were all just like, leave my cancer alone. Ugh, just the whole concept is really deeply bothersome to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. 1960, the Los Angeles premiere of Alfred Hitchcock's movie, Psycho. Have you seen it? The original? I've not seen the whole, one, the whole movie from, from start to finish. You are literarily disappointing. I am cinematically disappointing as well. I've never seen any Hitchcock movie start to finish. Oh my gosh. What's wrong with me? What is wrong with you? I don't know. But I'll tell you what. I have seen, for the most part, the modern... All the Harry Potters. No, I haven't even watched all those. <laughs> I'm not good at movies, you guys. I fall asleep. That's the main thing. It's true. It's, it's true. difficult for me to get through a whole movie. If you can fall asleep during Psycho, you deserve the nightmares. <laughs> now, we've watched the reboot that came on whatever network that did the, the young Norman Bates. Well, that was a series. That was a Netflix yeah. series. Yeah. That was enjoyable. Bates Motel, is that what yes. it's called? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. It gets a, it gets a little disturbing. Well, it's pretty sure. dark throughout. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was a good series. Yeah, it I enjoyed it. It left me thinking about things for a long time. When I, when I was a kid, as we've mentioned multiple times in the past, we had these, these very restricted... Yes. Had no television. I mean, we had a television, and we, on occasion, watched rented movies. Yeah. Um, I remember we... In the 1980s version of things, we binged Hitchcock. This is so shocking to me because, like, Psycho is pretty graphically violent, at least in that one shower scene. I have yep. seen that, of course, many times. But, yes, um, that was Kyle pantomiming the, yeah. the stabbing in the shower scene. Practicing. Not <laughs> pantomiming. I was practicing. Um, so Try to put me on candid microphone. <laughs> Who knows what the psycho turn it will take. So this is, surprises me that you guys were allowed to watch the Hitchcock movies. I guess it was tame it, enough. It didn't, it just showed like up to the moment and you didn't see the actual violence. Sure, and then sure, it sure, shoots sure. down to the epic, yes. epic classic scene of the blood going down the bathroom tub drain. Yeah. Yeah. But we watched, my goodness, so many of those. The Birds, uh, Room with a View, on and on and on. Yeah, watched a ton of his stuff. I've never seen Psycho, but I have seen The Burbs, like, I'm not kidding, 85 times mm -hmm. probably. So that's got to count for something, I feel like. It wasn't a Hitchcock movie, but no. it, it counts for something, yes. You know, a, a, a classic of the American. How do you not fall asleep when you watch that? I don't know. Well, I do. Actually, I put it on the other night after we had recently mentioned it. You fell asleep. And I promptly fell asleep before even the uh, the action picked up. You woke up halfway through quoting a line that I literally was in did. with the movie. I did. Yeah. Well, Nico woke me up, but it, and I woke up and I was like, "Oh yes!" And I just picked. He up. trains his dog to crap in our yard. I did at least see that part. <laughs> That's like in the opening five minutes. So, okay, 1985. This is a memory for people of a certain age that I know will blaze bright. Madonna's "Like a Virgin" scandalous becomes the first album by a female to be certified for five million sales. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of Madonna flying off the shelves. 
I can remember vividly and specifically. So in 1985, I would have been eight. And I can remember um, being in the car with my parents, it, not, not just a car, a station wagon, mm-hmm. complete with wood paneling. It could not be more tritely 80s but I was in the in the middle seat my parents were in the front and like a virgin came on and I can remember my mother's finger could not fly to the power button fast enough to just shut it down shut it down we're not listening to that all together let's sing bible school songs (laughs) that's a great album though I mean it's full of just I mean it's 1985 it's like literally peak 80s oh yeah contained on that well and, and certainly she was Responsible for shaping some of what the 80s, in fact, was. 100%. Yeah. I have a question. I don't have an answer, and I don't expect you to either. It's just a thought question. Ooh, okay. So back in the 80s, when you wanted a song, mm-hmm. you bought the album. Yes. Well, until cassettes became a thing, and you could, you could buy cassette singles. In the 80s? Yes. I vividly remember having one of by the Bengals. Okay. How much was it? Um, you know, I don't remember that. It's probably five bucks still or something, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels right. And now... Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I, I can't remember the last time... I bought an album. Now, for that matter, I can't remember the last time specifically that I bought a song, but I know the last time I bought a song. It was a single song, bought it on iTunes for 99 cents or something. Um, And I'm I'm just curious with that shift in business model, if they actually make more than they once did because more people will be like, pay a dollar. That's so true. That's an interesting question. Um, the last album I bought was Adele's album, and now I can't remember the name of the album, but it's the one that has Hello on it that came mm-hmm. out, what, four years ago-ish. Um, I also bought whatever Mumford & Sons album yeah, yeah. had most recently released. But yes, it is very, very fascinating as we think about um, music releases in the age of Spotify and Apple Music and what all that looks like. So Well, and that segues beautifully to Ooh. 2004. Yeah. iTunes became the first store with a catalog of over one million songs. One million. That's different than one million dollars. Yep. It's actually Whoa. several billion dollars, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jumping ahead, 2017. A 100-year-old fruitcake. You know the Christmas fruitcake? Oh, I know a fruitcake. A 100-year-old fruitcake is discovered in a hut that was used by Captain Scott's expedition into Antarctica. And it is deemed almost edible. Quote, almost edible, which would make it better than it was when it was brand new. Is that what they're (laughs) getting at? I don't know. Oh, poor fruitcakes. Fruitcakes are terrible. Everyone, everyone hates a fruitcake. 
They're terrible. I can remember. Yeah, never mind. It's just I always can remember something. But <laughs> yeah, fruitcake memories. <laughs> fruitcake memories, a memoir by Kyle Tees. Mm -hmm. A candid memoir. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay, well, over the weekend you may have missed this, but Simon Cowell, everyone's favorite American Idol judge and creator, mm. right, got a new electric bicycle. I have a question mark about why a bicycle's electric. Well, it is America. Okay. We are trying to be lazy. Yeah. He was testing it out in the yard. Of his Malibu home, by the way. Oh, of his Malibu home. Yes. I, when you said America, know, I was like, doesn't he live in London? Got to know which home. He right? had to, he probably does have uh, several homes. So he was in his Malibu home, testing out his new electric bike in the yard. He crashed it and broke his back. Yeah. Now he's already undergone surgery. It went well. He's doing fine, is what they say. So. You ever I, know somebody that broke their back? No. I do. Okay. One for sure. Yeah. One for sure. Maybe more. But I, I, I remember this quite vividly. I was in high school. <clears throat> My friend, uh, Justin, and I won't say his last name yes. to protect the innocent. He's not innocent, um, but yes. We had, we had uh, you know, the main school property and then probably, what, 150 yards away uh, was the shop and agriculture building out there so if you had shop or technology education or any of the ag classes or any of that you you walk out there and uh, outside of those is two separate buildings out there and then outside of that was a, a shed just like somebody to have in their backyard sure and who knows what was in the shed doesn't matter um, but I had a class that direction and was heading that way and, and as I came out of the main school and looked down there there's an ambulance out there and all kinds of mayhem and stuff going on I'm like what the hell and some kids are coming running towards us from down there and jason broke his back oh, and we're like what? And, and at that time i mean i just automatically i thought if you break your back you're paralyzed yes done end of story yeah um no it, it somebody i brought up the shed earlier because they'd been horsing around somehow and somebody took the shed and it, over and it fell on him oh this is a, it's not like a little crappy shed this was like a 10 by 12 and yeah. tall thing. And I don't even know how the idiots turned it over, but there, I know a lot of idiots in that small town. Um, they had some idiot strength yeah. going on too. He, he broke one of the spiny processes on a vertebrae. Oh. So that's technically breaking your back. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, I was drunk and swimming and dove into a yeah, yeah, yeah. two inch pool and <laughs> any of that stuff. Right. It's a different kind of back breaking. It's a different sound when that yeah. happens. Yeah. It's just like the one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple. Yeah. You got you judge the severity by the number of clicks. Cracks. Clicks and cracks. All right. Yes, that went that went downhill. <laughs> I feel really excited and enthused now. Well, let's send our best wishes and healing thoughts and prayers to Simon Cowell. But he's really, that's no fun. And can you imagine being one of his nurses? Like, oh, I would geez. be so terrified. Yeah. What do you want to, what do you want to bet they auction the bike now and it goes for millions of dollars? Maybe the bike so. that broke Simon Cowell's back. <laughs> <clears throat> if they don't, he's missing an opportunity. For sure. He's leaving money on the table. That's right. Okay. Well, let's do our favorite non-segment. The non-segment Watch, Read, Listen, Lifestyle. Hey, you know what you should watch? I mean, maybe I should watch Psycho. You yeah, probably. Maybe it's time.
Maybe. We'll see how far into it I get. There's the original, there's a remake, there's the series. Yep. Got a lot of options, but I would recommend the original. The original. Here's something I've been watching on YouTube. I love bullet journals. The concept, I love how it works. I recently got myself a new, uh, just super basic gridded paper uh, notebook so I could return to bullet journaling. Is this just making bullet points of things? Essentially, yes. Okay. But you have lots of lists going on. You There's it's, there's a lot of adaptability and flexibility with a book, bullet journal, and I love them. Is it where you'd put your list of people to kill? I have one of or those. Or do you write down things you don't like and then you shoot the journal? <laughs> I haven't done that yet, but that's a great idea. Get your own gun. Okay. On YouTube, there are bullet journal channels galore, and I have found it to be very soothing. Is this your ASMR? It is. It is ASMR for me, for sure. Okay. For sure. You put on a... What you can do is just search for like a plan with me video. That's a whole sub-genre within the genre of bullet journal YouTube channels. So I've been catching up on people's August plan with me's on YouTube. It's mm-hmm. so soothing and relaxing. If you feel like the world is a chaotic disaster of fire and pestilence and hurricanes and acts of God everywhere and you need to escape, go over to the YouTube, type into the search bar, bullet journal plan with me, and take a little mental vacation. <laughs> See how soothing I got just like... You did. I, I just dialed it down into like a real peaceful energy just thinking about it. It's a little disturbing. We have an anti-recommendation. Anti. This is what not to watch. Yeah. Netflix series, The New Legends of Monkey. This is, in a word, (laughs) terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. So bad that you just keep watching thinking they can't keep up this level of... Terribility, terribleness. Yes. Surely they'll turn the corner and just run out of badness and get mediocre. Now, they're almost all the way through the first season now. Yes. Why I keep watching, Well, I don't know. It's like I said to you the other night. It's so bad you can't look away. Yeah. Now, granted, this is one of those shows where we put it on and actually both of us are on our phones doing things. Yeah. So we're not like dialed in watching but it is so bad it's bad enough to be distracting to where i i'm trying to read and i keep watching because i just can't believe how bad it is yeah what the hell did he just say oh that's terrible top down everything acting costuming storyline all of it every all of it bad all of it but we just keep watching it so if you see it on the you know trending on netflix charts it's probably because it's because we didn't turn it off yeah All right. You reading anything good? Reading. I'm returning to a book that I was given by my dear friend, Laura Tremaine, years ago. Probably, oh my gosh, maybe like five years ago. Wow. Um, And it's called You Are a Badass. It's by Jen Sincero. It's, again, it's not new. Probably most everyone has heard of it. But I just have returned to it. Um, I wanted to revisit some of the concepts in there. So I actually also got it on Audible. She, Jen, the author, reads it herself. So it's always a plus. I love when the author reads it themselves. Mm-hmm. I just and so unless it's like a the rare exception being like in a fiction setting where there's like a concept and they bring in some different voices yeah, yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like some I, characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. But when it's a nonfiction 
I do not understand why they have people other than the author read. Anyway, she reads it herself. It's a great audiobook. Um, just kind of like a little boost in returning to my main thing was returning to listening to my intuition and believing that my intuition is on track and that I can trust it and listen to it. And so anyway, I, I dug out of my closet and the back dusty shelves of my closet, I dug out my paperback copy and I've been kind of marking it up along with my bullet journal uh, and listening to it as well. All right. Yeah. That sounds busy. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. You bet. Um, for listening, are you listening to anything? Well, just the book. Just the book. Okay. We were actually given a listen recommendation this morning. Mm -hmm. This is Sunday as we record, mm -hmm. just slightly after 8 a.m. Yes. So we, uh, we attend a Catholic church. It is not uh, a Latin Rite Catholic church, which right. means the entirety of the Mass presented in Latin. Mm -hmm. we, we attend one that is predominantly in English, occasionally some Latin mixed into the liturgy, um, and then occasionally some Latin mixed into the music as yes. well. And our, our music director, is that what he's called, a director? Yeah, I think so. He's a pretty brilliant dude. He likes to sprinkle in some Latin stuff here and there. And when he does so, he, he always extends the courtesy to, before the Mass begins, come down, give some guidance on both pronunciation uh, as well as then the the music itself as, mm -hmm. it, as it goes. Yeah. And this is not the first time he's done this. And always on the heels of the presentation, he makes sure to let everyone know mm -hmm. that if they would like so that they more seamlessly participate in the Mass, that on the church's Facebook page, you can go listen to recordings that he has done of these Latin songs. So, there's a listen for you. There is a listen for you. Listen, I've listened to Alves sing anything. He yeah. could pull a cereal box out of the cabinet and sing the sing ingredients, the ingredients. He's, a solid, he's a solid cantor. Yes, he is. Very, very gifted man. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Lifestyle. Got some updates for you. We need to update the mustache wax packs. <laughs> you may be, maybe by sheer accidents, by sheer fortune, because you could not get the one you've been using for a long time, you maybe have found your holy grail hmm. mustache wax, right? Thanks. I was hoping I wasn't going to have to grab that thunder by myself. You just stole it. <laughs> Man, I feel violated. I'll tell you what, you can do my update. Nope. <laughs> so... Those of you who've listened to more than one episode before you threw up and unsubscribed, uh, <laughs> I talked briefly about Mudstache, yes. which was the first product I got. The second one came in, I guess, late yesterday. I'm actually wearing it right now. It's more of a traditional mustache wax. And traditional mustache waxes are predominantly beeswax, mm -hmm. which means you've got to scrape it out of the tin with a fingernail, warm it up in your in your hands, in your, your fingers, rubbing everything together to get it warm enough to put on, and then it, it does solidify. Now, the, the problem with those, as I see it, and many others as well, is that to get something that won't wilt in the summer heat, Yes. You have to go with a super high concentration of beeswax. And the higher the concentration of beeswax, the more difficult application becomes. Sure, sure, sure. Now, sure. 
if I got to go, you know, hold a can under a hairdryer or hot water or something just to get it pliable enough to pick some out, and literally people use guitar picks to pick some out to try to warm it up to get, that's crap. Mm -hmm. This one's not that bad, but I can tell it's, it doesn't, it, it is going to have problems in the heat. Okay. Um, I didn't wear it this morning. What I wore this morning was the mud stash. And to me, a magnificent test, other than just standing out in the heat, is sitting in a, in a wherever you're at, wearing a face mask and breathing your humidity yes. all up in there on it. And then when you take the mask off, it's not uncommon for the mustache to look like a cat that has been on the losing end of an evening encounter. Um, it looks rough. But this the, the mustache stuff holds up. That's Perfectly. Yes. Now, what's weird about it, and I kind of like this, um, is that if, like, if there's any moisture, like if I just got out of the shower, I can't put it on until my mustache has dried because if there's any moisture, it just is slick, mm. like snot. It doesn't hold anything together. Yeah. But when it, when the hair is dry, yes, put a little bit on there, bam, it sets up, and then likewise, you get in the shower later to rinse it out. To rinse wax out of your mustache, that ain't happening. You actually have to have a special shampoo to do it. The mustache stuff, just let the water run, it's gone. So I think I'm converting as, as much as I've spent on these other samples. I'm going to have to say it's it's not sunk cost. It was research cost. It was worthwhile to look and see. And out of the three that I've picked, I know at least one of them is a long-term solution until they, too, go out of the business. Maybe you should stock up now. I will just shave my mustache off if they go out. <laughs> I'll have the, the Mormon Amish. It's the Amish. No mustache. Yes. Well, Mormons, too. They, too. Well, Joseph Smith did. Okay. Or wait. Brigham Young. Brigham Young. Okay. All right. Wait. Which was the first one? Uh, Joseph Smith. Okay. Brigham Young, I think, was the picture I saw with no, okay. no mustache. With it's the weird. full beard. It's weird. Yeah. Um, okay. We have one last update. It is the flip-flop update. We both have news on this front. We do. You go ahead. Okay. I will not, in fact, return the thunder-stealing favor. I will bring this up yes, and hang good. it over your head I'm for so quite some glad. time. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Yes, so my Archies, the ones that I was influenced by my social media feeds, giving, serving me ad after ad after ad. My social media feeds knew better than I did in this case because they were like, you must have some Archies. They came in. I When I first opened them, I was like, shoot, I don't think these are going to work because there's just no way that a flip-flop that is this lightweight can be effective with the arch support need that I need. Mm -mm. Arch support. Archie supporting. <laughs> I support Archie. It's not going to support my Archie. In this okay? message. And I am running for office. Yes. On the arch support platform. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, I was so skeptical when I put them on. I wore them around. I'm like, oh my gosh, these actually are probably the best flip-flops I've ever worn, which is amazing because now they are they are actual true flip-flop in the sense that they are like the lightweight. What is this material? It's some kind of, of plasticky. Yeah, like the plastic. They're like the old navy flip-flops, except they're really good for your feet. Yeah, they're shaped well. The... They're shaped well. The, the uh, strap is nice and tight. Mm -hmm. I have my Vionic sandals, which are like flip-flop style that I love. But the problem is my 
big old feet stretch out the strap so quickly that then my foot, this is so, this is so deep cut into foot stuff. I'm so sorry as I'm, I just keep talking. Anyway, it ends up making my toe have to grip the flip flops as I'm walking, which mm -hmm. aggravates some of the biomechanical issues I've got going on. So I just cannot believe that a flip flop this lightweight is truly, I'm, I've been wearing it around the house. It's right. really helping. Works perfect for your chorus line job yes every other saturday right from five to midnight yeah it's my only escape out of the house so i'm not quitting that job right it's a good job pays yeah. decently well the tips are worth it alone tips alone yes um my flip-flops one of my early christmas presents the reef what is it is it a voyager what was the model i cannot remember i don't know the reef something um go listen to old episodes yeah <laughs> Haha, <laughs> nobody will do that. Um, it's excellent. It's excellent. They're very comfortable. They are, many parts of them are leather, which means with continued wearing, they're molding to my feet and all of that. I love them. It only took you till your 45th birthday to find. My whole life I've been searching. Yes. They don't rub me raw. I don't have that toe crotch uh, irritation, yes. any of that. Yeah. They're good. They're good. Happy updates all around. Happy updates. And? Happy today, damn it. Yes. Yeah, that's it. There's nothing else. There's literally nothing else. If this didn't turn you on, you got to wait another 24 hours. <laughs> 23 by the time you're done listening. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. All right, well. We stuck that landing. That's we? encouraging. <laughs> Hope your day's more awesome than this episode. <laughs> Bye. You got to do it the right way. Um, have a awesome today, would you? <laughs> Please do. Bye. Bye. Fruitcake is terrible. Allegedly, the reason mass-produced fruitcake is so bad is that the fruit is not properly soaked prior to making the cake. In turn, the fruit sucks moisture from the cake, resulting in something that would better serve as a spare tire. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.